we're back with another episode of Keep Talking with Sarah podcast. Yes, it has been a while again. I did say that the last time as well, but this time I was actually sick. There's been a whole lot going on. As you might know, I will be graduating soon, and so that has kept me pretty busy. There are a lot of things that I want to talk about today, some really good topics that have come up in conversation with several different people over the past few weeks, and I think you're really going to enjoy hearing about those. And if you're new here to the podcast, this is called Keep Talking because we're going to keep talking about things that I have been thinking about and discussing with people throughout the time that I haven't recorded since the last episode. And hopefully it gets you thinking about some things that you might not have thought about, or maybe it's some things that have been on your mind as well. And, you know, this is a new perspective on it. So as usual, the drill is I'm going to talk about the sponsor for this episode next, and then we'll get into the topics for today. I listened to a TED Talk since I had recorded the last episode, and it was talking about the concept of time. And if you've listened to some of the earlier episodes, you probably know that for me, sometimes time is a hard concept to grasp. It's it's crazy when you think about, you know, things that happened 10 years ago, and that was only 2009. It seems like it was so far away, but also just yesterday at the same time, you know, it's it's hard to really grasp how time works sometimes. And the the one thing that I wrote down from it that I wanted to talk about here is that they said that the present doesn't actually exist, that it's it's just a wall and that it in itself is a concept like time. That, you know, as soon as the present gets here, it automatically becomes the past. So we're basically stuck in this place where the past and the future are constantly coming and going. And so it kind of leaves us with a couple choices here. Do we dwell on the past or do we look forward to the future? And it's not really as simple as just those two things because we all know that history does repeat itself and that can go with more than just, you know, worldly events and history, but also with our our lives themselves if we don't learn from it. So it's not exactly dwelling on the past, but that's learning from the past. And I do think that that is a really important thing to do. But it is important to make sure that we're not dwelling on the past because that kind of can lead to some problems with the future. And we start to see the past as something that was more comfortable than what's ahead of us because we already know what was there. We've already been through it. We know we made it through it, but the future is coming. And so it's better for us to just take the things that we learned from the past and go ahead and move to the future and look at it as a whole new opportunity and new experiences for us to take in. And the there are bad things that happened in the past and we need to acknowledge that. And then also as we're learning from the past, take that and make some changes so that way we can be improving our future. And another thing with the future, a lot of people get scared about it. And I'm not going to say that I don't get scared of the future because I definitely do. There are plenty of times where I think, what 
what am I even going to be doing at the end of next week? Much less, what am I going to be doing a year from now? Or the dreaded, what's your five-year plan question that we seem to all get asked constantly and never know the right answer to. And even if we do have an answer now, it will definitely change. And I'm sure that you most likely will not end up doing the thing that you say you're going to be doing in five years when the end of the five years actually comes. So what do we do with the present, that that split second wall that we're in every second of the day? And you hear a lot about living in the moment. And what exactly is that? Because a, a moment of present is actually just such a small, brief, second that's there not even not even really a second but we don't have to get super technical about it but how do we live in the moment not dwell on the past and also still look forward to the future and not have a ton of worry and anxiety in there with all of the the unknowns or the fear of messing up again the same way that we have before and that's kind of what I really want to get to with this first topic today is is how we do that I want to start with one verse in Matthew, well actually two verses in Matthew chapter 6, verse 27 that says, and which of you by being anxious can add a single hour to his span of life? And then it goes on in verse 34 to say, therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. And one other verse that I'd like for us to touch on is one that you've probably heard before. Jeremiah 29 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. And the reason I want to talk about those two verses is because we tend to get anxious about things in the future because of things that have happened in the past and get fearful of either repeating them or we don't know what'll happen and we did know what happened in the past and the future is just coming at us a million miles an hour and you know what's going to happen in the future but we are supposed to not be anxious about those things. We're supposed to be giving that up to God, especially when we are anxious and we are worried about it. And as soon as you give it to him, then, hey, you you just took off this burden and gave it to somebody else. There's no need for you to keep trying to hold on to it, you know? And I, I heard an analogy today, something very similar in relation to what we're talking about here, but they were using an example to relate to it by saying, you know, at a baby shower, you give somebody a gift and there are some people that say you should take all the tags off and do not give them the receipt with it because you're giving them this gift so they should have to take it and they should have to be okay with it but if you're giving them the gift you probably should give them the receipt too because they might not like it. They might already have one of the same thing that you just gave them and it's theirs anyways. So they should get to do with it what they want to do with it, you know? And that's basically kind of what I'm trying to say here. You know, if you're giving something that you're anxious about and worried about to God, you can't really give it to him with your own kind of restriction on it saying I'll give it to you but this is what I expect and this has to happen in return and this is the only way I'm going to give it to you but but here you can still have it no if you're giving it to him he should have full access full control and that's similar to what I talked about in the last episode you know about testing your trust in God and your faith and if you really believe that he knows the plans he has for you and he has this future set up 
up, then anything that you're worried about today, he needs to have full control of. And then you have the freedom that comes with giving up that control to actually breathe and live in the moment like we're talking about. You you can't live in the moment if you're trying to control every bit of your future as well as try and either, you know, forget the past or fix everything that you did wrong when it's not yours to be fixing really and it's not your future to be trying to control. It is your future, but God is the one in control and it's just so freeing if you do give it up to him. And then you get the joy that comes with living in the moment. And we know that true joy only comes from God. Happiness, yeah, that's your choice today. And it is important to choose to be happy in the moment. And it's hard to choose to be happy sometimes, but you can have this joy all the time if you can give up your worries and anxieties to him. And not that it's easy. It is not easy for me for sure. But when you do it, you know, and experience that freedom that does come with it, it makes living in the moment so, so much easier. If I could say anything, that's what makes it all worth it is to have that freedom and that joy in that split second of present that's coming and going every day, you know? It reflects in your actions and it reflects in the way people see you as well. So that's just some food for thought on that. I know I had some questions when I was trying to explain this possible topic to some people about, oh, the present is not a real thing. It's just a concept or whatever. But I hope you understand where I'm going with that about, you know, how we actually can live in the moment and really enjoy it and find some peace in what our future holds and find some relief from the things in our past. What do you think of when I say the words toxic behavior? I know we probably can all identify some toxic relationships or toxic people if that was put in front of us, but what about toxic behavior or toxic actions that we ourselves are guilty of doing. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm kind of saying things that we knowingly do, but we know before we do it that it's not going to be good for us. I'm sure there are probably some other words besides toxic to describe that, but you know what I'm talking about. I, I feel like all of us could think of at least one thing that we do that is like that. And I know, for example, with friends of mine, Say you've gone through a breakup and you know the kind of feeling that you get when you see pictures of that person or, you know, just they put something on their story and you, even if you have them muted, you still want to go look and see what what's on there, you know, and you know the second that you see them, you're going to feel sick to your stomach, but you still go look at it and you still feel sick. And I think the thing to realize is we need to be really examining these types of behaviors because these toxic behaviors always lead to toxic outcomes. Always. And there's just no going around it. So, you know, if we really want to save ourselves from the heartache and the feeling sick about things, then we probably should be trying to cut out these behaviors. And I think part of the reason that they're toxic too is they're almost like there's something drawing you into them, you know? You know you shouldn't do that because it'll be harmful for you, but it's like, oh, but I still feel like I kind of need to do it. And the truth is you don't. There's there's nothing that's saying you 
have to do this. And if there's no good outcome coming from it, then what is the point of doing it? And yes, that's easier said than done, but I think the best way to go about it is to be switching out toxic behaviors for healthier behaviors. If you have a problem, say with that example that I used just a second ago, if you have a problem with something like that, maybe muting that person is not the solution. Maybe you do have to fully block them. I don't have a ton of different examples to give to you right away, but I think we all know of things that we do that are just really not helpful for us, you know? Maybe even here's something. So if you're in college or high school or whatever and you have finals coming up towards the end of the semester and you know that you get so stressed out and you know you have time to, say, clean your room or something that, that you know if you have a clean room, you can study better, but you still choose to just do anything but clean it and then it comes time for you to be doing your finals and you're stressed out even more because you didn't do what you really needed to do. And it's kind of a combination of laziness with some of this too, but I think there's just a lot of things that we choose to do that we don't really think about or we just try and turn a blind eye to that if we would just take a second and say, you know what, no, I'm going to make a better choice today and if I'm going to really be taking care of myself, then I'm going to do something that actually is beneficial to me instead of letting myself be torn down by whatever this action is that I'm doing and do something else that will build me up instead. And I think... I'm sure you might be thinking of something that you do now. I don't necessarily know what that is, but try and think of a way that you can overcome that and do something that actually brings you joy instead of trying to get over whatever pain you just brought onto yourself by doing that other toxic action. Another thing that I want to talk about today too, it kind of came from a conversation that I had with someone when I was talking about a situation that I had been in and how it's been difficult almost kind of having to start from square one and they said it in a way of ground zero and how we all have a lot of ground zeros in our life and I don't really know exactly what it is that makes us kind of scared about it but for example you know, moving to college or moving to a different city for a job, that we have a lot of these ground zero points. And why do we want to be scared of these new experiences instead of fully opening ourselves up to whatever exciting things are to come? And I think too, even if you aren't at a ground zero point, you can think about, you know, the board game life that we all play and you get going along and you're having fun and then suddenly you hit the stop sign because, you know, it's time to buy a house or get married or pick a job. And you were just having such a good time just driving around in your little car, you know. Now you got to pick your other cards to have your house or your job. And then you got to put your other little people in the car too. And you may not have been expecting some of those people or something. But, you know, there's there's something that kind of scares us away from these opportunities that we get to basically start over and to start a new chapter. And I think that for a lot of us, it seems, especially with people around me, that this springtime has led to a lot of growth and it is leading up to a new chapter for a lot of people. And I think it's time that we embrace that head on instead of saying, oh gosh, I've got to work from the bottom up again. And I don't really want to do that. That's a lot of effort. You know, I just put in a whole lot of time in this and now I've got to start completely all over. But think about the growth that you've had along the way. 
Think about all the things that you found out about yourself or that you've become because of this other time that you had to build yourself up. I mean, think about plants. If you had read that last blog post that I did talking about the plants that I've had for the last four years. And, you know, when when you take a little piece off, yes, you have to start all over waiting for that plant to, you know, actually grow up into what you could consider a plant instead of just some little leaf or I don't know, when they start off small, it's hard to really even think of it as a plant. But but you know what I'm saying? There's something exciting in that growth process and actually seeing it grow. It does lead to a lot of impatience when you have to start over because it's not fun to think that you've wasted time on things or it's not fun to think you don't ever get a break. The thing is, there is a purpose behind everything that you do and you have a calling and I think it's important that you actually head on address whatever you're being called to because you are equipped for that. And I, I don't know, I think I might be rambling at this point, but I hope you kind of see what I'm trying to talk about here because with these ground zero situations, you know, let's, let's find them exciting instead of, you know, something that kind of tears us down because we're scared to start over. We feel just too tired and, you know, don't want to have to start over when we have to. And I want to finish up with a quote from a book that I've been reading. I'll talk more about it in another episode because I want to finish it and I haven't finished it yet. It says, and in every season of my life, God has sent reminders to confirm that he has perfectly designed me and totally enabled me for everything he's called me to do. And to me, just hearing those words, perfectly designed and totally enabled for everything he's called me to do. That that is crazy, but that's so empowering. So I hope that we can overcome these toxic behaviors together, that we can build each other up from ground zero and just be excited for all the opportunities that are coming up for all of us. I'll catch you on the next episode. If you haven't subscribed on iTunes or followed on Spotify, go ahead and do that because then you should be getting alerts whenever a new episode is posted and they should be coming sooner than these, you know, three week to a month gaps. Uh, Sorry about that. And also, if you listen on iTunes, please leave a review or a rating with whatever you think. Hopefully that would be five stars, but I will accept whatever you're willing to give, but I'll catch you next time.